Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 600. Hashtag bring back Brun. I am one of your hosts, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my bestest buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. And Mark, uh, I think with this being episode 600, it is a perfect time to play that rare achievement sign sound. Yes, it is. Um, and this is going to be a, boop, a little different of a podcast this week because we are here to party. So we have some uh, community members on here with us today, and uh, they're, we're going to just kind of talk about whatever we want. Um, but as, uh, as we do always, we're going to start by saying we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. Um, and a quick note as well, we are in the month of March, so the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month this month is Wreckfest. So if you haven't started playing it yet, check it out. It is a lot of fun. We'll be discussing that um, very briefly on April 1st, because Rob, for some reason, wants to have a show on April 1st. Um, I don't know if I'll be around. Might be ill. <coughs> Might be sick that day. Um, you know, getting my little outriders on to make me feel better. Didn't well, you've been playing that. That for weeks now, so <laughs> what's it matter? Um, but anyways, um, let's go down the list of, uh, and we may, uh, we got some people here. There was a bunch that wanted to join, so they may pop in uh, later on during the show. But right now we've got Adam with us. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Yeah, this is Adam, a.k.a. Lieutenant Commander Shepard on Xbox been uh quite a bit since i've been on the show no hashtag for me a little rude but uh <laughs> glad to be back excited Weird. to join in we got you back you're here now <laughs> exactly uh, didn't even need a hashtag exactly uh we also got jonathan with us hey what up what up thank you guys for having me on for episode 600 but try to keep it shorter than last time i was on here with rob for like five plus hours but yeah, thank you guys for having me back on again. Oh, it'll be a lot shorter because I have the power to hit stop and I, I can't do five hours. <laughs> yeah, I think you left last time and then me and Rob just stayed yeah. on. Next thing I know is like two in the morning or something crazy. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, fun times. Well, if it was two for you, it was four for me. <laughs> yeah, I think at that point you're like, well, I got to go to work in like an hour or so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to go. <laughs> Um, we also have, uh, a, a voice from the past. looks like the hashtag worked for today. Uh, Brun is back. Hello, BJ Swick 33. So I can neither confirm nor deny an official return to TXL. My agent is still working out the details and the salary, you know, <laughs> cause I was looking for 10 times what I used to make. This is, <laughs> I think that's doable. Yeah, I, th I think we can work on that. So no, I, uh, I, Mark's, Mark's comments to me when, when the show was going, I was like, Hey, you know, you, you want to be on the show? I was like, sure. Because I was going to actually message like, Hey, need a guest for 600. But, and he said, um, Oh, you're coming back. That's great. And it's like, you know, hashtag bring back Brun. And I was like, well, let me talk to the boss and the boss hasn't said no. So we'll have to see her. Well, 
you I also told you it was your fault because you mentioned about uh, that you don't have to drive into work anymore. So I was like, oh, so yeah. that translates to you have more time. That's <laughs> and that's what she said, too. <laughs> so so um, but I don't know. There were some stipulations, uh, some earlier comments between the people here that we let you run a long time grandfathered in when you didn't have an Xbox one. So, and I know you don't have an, a series in your house yet. Correct. So that's, that's correct. I'm still running mainlining PC still. So we might have some demands on our side of the house. <laughs> so we'll talk to your agent. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. um, and uh, also we've got uh, a familiar voice. I'm sure everyone here has heard from Ryan before. He's uh, uh, not a, not a, not a stranger to our show, and uh, he has his uh, own little place that he shows up from time to time. Hey guys, what's going on? I actually, I, I gotta go. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I really wanted to join, but um, I I just gotta I gotta get going for a bit. I might hop back in is if that if that's okay. Absolutely, we'll be here okay. for a while. I'm sorry, but no have problem. a great episode. Ha- uh, happy 600! I can't believe you guys made it. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. All right, Thanks, man. man. So that's uh, Ryan from, uh, you may have heard of him from Horrible Gamers Podcast as well. So uh, hopefully he'll be able to come back and join us. And uh, we got someone else just popped in, our our favorite angry Canadian from the north. What's up, Carbide? I, I like how you call him the angry Canadian, and the first thing he does is, in a very Canadian fashion, apologizes for jumping in in the middle. And then probably closed his browser right now. <laughs> oh, offline. He's gone. <laughs> Whoops. Pew. Yeah, he it's doesn't like, know technology, does he? <laughs> or being called out. <laughs> he got mad at the computer. <laughs> well, he, heard, he heard and saw my voice. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for the moment. Hopefully the we'll get those guys back. Um, and this is the first time. So... We're hoping everything goes smooth today. Things have been running great through our uh, podcasting software that we have uh, recently gone to. Oh, man, you didn't. No, no. Let me finish. I said things were going great. And then uh, two days ago, they decided to do an update. So I was like, no, not before 600. Um, so we've got that going against us. And we also have never done a show with uh, with all the people in. So, but uh We'll see how it goes. And it looks like Carbide uh, came back. I pushed the button by accident. <laughs> <laughs> the power button? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it was something. These touchpad things, I don't know. I just thought I clicked something and boom, I'm out. And I was like, no. <laughs> so, my no bad. Worries. So, we're going to go down. Uh, what we're going to do is I'll just call. Uh, we're going to just call out everybody by name. Uh, that way we can kind of keep it. uh, uh easy for our listeners um if uh there is a mute button everyone has an option to hit the mute so if you're not talking we just ask for you to to mute um but uh we're gonna start down so adam we'll start with you what did you play this week sure thing uh so let's see here i played some call of duty warzone did poorly as usual don't think i won any any matches uh i've been playing a lot of hades recently on steam uh it's a lot of people's favorite game last year. I just picked it up like a couple weeks ago. Uh, definitely recommend. It's really fun. 
Um, and then ironically enough, I think last time I was on the podcast, I was here to talk about Mass Effect 3, and I played that in the last week. Oh, man, I remember that. I remember that multiplayer. I miss uh, that. Yeah, I was playing single player, but yeah. I don't miss the loot crates in multiplayer. <laughs> man, I got hooked. Yeah, I, ne- I never really got into the multiplayer there. I, I think the loot crate's going to turn me off, so. Yeah, I thought it was going to do that, too, and then it didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it. All right, how about you, Jonathan? Yeah, so I'm still playing Dragon Quest Eleven like 300 hours later. Like after you beat the game, I didn't realize there is like post game stuff, and you could like up your characters up to like level 99. And so I've been doing a lot of that. And then I've been hosting game nights on Saturday nights lately for um, motion graphics artists, just kind of have a place to hang out. Since we're all in the pandemic and we can't do Dave and Buster's and stuff like that, so we play a lot of multiplayer games, like a lot of Rocket League. Um, a lot of Fall Guys, been doing that a lot, a lot of Jackbox. And then recently just picked up the Scott Pilgrim, the remake that they just released on Ubisoft. So been playing through that. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. I've been looking forward to jumping into the medium, but I try to play like one story game at a time. So I'm almost done with Dragon Quest. So as soon as I'm done with that, I think I'm going to jump into the medium next. Awesome. Definitely let us know how that goes. I That's one I've avoided because I don't like scary games. So. Well, you know, I played through the game they released before that, the um, Observer, the Redux one, and that one was pretty good. And then they released Blair Witch on Game Pass last year, and I liked that one a lot. So, yeah, that whole team there, like I like the games and the styles that they usually come out with. And so, yeah, I was looking forward to playing the medium. I haven't played Layers of Fear, though. That one's supposed to be pretty good, too. Cool. I'll have to let us know how the medium works out. Yep. All right, Bron. Did you get any gaming in? I know it's probably on PC, but that's yeah. okay. We'll let you we'll let you slide. A while I tried Medium a while back, and the control scheme just drove me insane. Like I, to a point where I had to stop playing it. You know, it's not that it wasn't the scary part or whatever. It actually looks nice, you know. And I was really intrigued by the story at the very beginning. But it's like one of those ones where you like you walk down a hallway. And when you walk like halfway down the hallway, then it like reverses the camera. So you're walking toward your, you know, toward the camera instead of like, so you walk away from the camera halfway down the hallway and then it flips the camera and you're walking toward it. And every time I do it, it's one of those things like you're pushing forward. And then when it would flip and the camera would flip, your body would turn around because then you had to push backwards to walk toward the camera. And it drove me nuts. So is it like Resident Evil style, like the old school one where the camera is kind of like, fixed you know and it's like yeah, kind of like every like, room you go into is like inverted yes it's like yeah it's um, it's like that it kind of got to me but um yeah uh as far as my gaming yes majority's been on pc I, I actually my the one console game i downloaded was ratchet and clank on on playstation because it's free and i haven't played it and i was gonna fire it up but um i've been playing valheim squad <laughs> Uh, I played some Destiny 2 today, uh, the uh, Outriders demo, of course, um, and yeah. I think that's about it. Oh, um, and Battlefield 5. So I've just I just do this mix of stuff. I just you know play a little bit of everything because I've been you know those you need to get those gaming ruts, but 
been kind of in one, but I'm looking forward to certain games coming soon. Mass Effect is actually a a good thought of actually I never did beat the third one all the way through. It or not. Well, you opened Pandora's box. You said the magic word. You played the Outriders demo. Yeah. What, what do you think of it? Um, I liked it. I'm interested to see how it goes. Like, I'm not a day one. I'm not day one purchasing it. Um, because I'm curious on like how that skill tree is going to work out and what you're going to do to do that skill tree. And I'm curious to see other things about like how big the map is and stuff like that because I was playing with Soul Assassin, if you remember Soul Assassin. Oh, wow. I was playing with him and yeah, I play play games with him and he and he was just like, I just don't know where the game's gonna go. And is this a sixty dollar game or is this a game you pick up when it's like twenty nine ninety you know, twenty nine or something like that on a Steam sale and you pick it up and play it then? Um Basically, is it going to be more Destiny or is it going to be more um, uh, what's the one on Ubisoft? Um, oh my Division? gosh, Division, which also I played a while ago. I got that DLC for like eight dollars and went through the new DLC. Or is it more like the Division? So it's kind of like once you kind of do everything, is it really worth playing more? Like, what are they going to do to keep you interested and hooked into it? Um, but yeah, well, they got an entire planet to work with so right right <laughs> so yeah i have it on and my I, list yeah i i oh, obviously everyone knows i really like it but the one thing i did see was they said that they will they're planning if the game is a success um and i don't know what that translates to but they will have more content and actually more characters and powers and stuff that they will add to the game if if it does uh, prove to be a successful and from what I'm hearing so far, I mean the 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 response from people playing the the demo so far, ha- I haven't heard anything negative. Um, it's just been questions like what you said: what's the end game? Um, you know, is this another anthem where there's no end game to it? Um, but I, I yeah, I I don't think it's going to hit the anthem route for sure. I think I it'll do. And I liked anthem. That was the thing is I really liked anthem. It's so just, did, I. Man, did they really screw that up? And and the only negative I'd say for Outriders, and I'm really saying this probably because it was a demo, these fade to black uh, just to do a two-second cutscene to make you jump a ravine and then fade back into the game. Like, if you're going to take me out of the game, like, take me out of the game for at least 10, sec- 10 15 seconds. You know, like, I felt there was a lot of, like, load loading into a, a two-second cut scene, you know, and then... Oh, yeah. there, there definitely back. was. I, oh, I noticed was, that as well. Yeah, It was It was very... It was to the point where it was noticeable, not by just me, but, like, I've heard multiple things, like, why are they doing this? And I'm wondering if it was just like, well, that's how it was stitched together for the demo or, or what, because I could see people getting frustrated by that. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Carbide, what have you been playing? Man, what haven't I been playing? Um, Valhalla, I think about 120 hours, 150 hours, something like that. And I'm not even, I think I'm about halfway wow. done. And the, and yeah, I've just been trying to collect everything, do all the little quests and all that other fun jazz. And playing some Warzone with some buddies. 
And I did the Outriders demo when that came out. And other than that, I haven't had much time just because I've been working, working and working and working and driving all over this dang country and working and working and working. So um, that's about it, though. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. But uh, just a second here. I think I muted my thing. No, we can hear you. Oh, we there can- we go. No, I can't hear you. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So um, Outriders, I kind of liked it. I, I'm playing on the series, not the new one, the Xbox S. And I noticed a lot of the syncing of voice and mouse and like the timing, like you, it, it was like watching an old Chinese movie, you know, when they're talking and their mouths are not right. And it's yeah. just, and then when they slap somebody, it you hear the slap two seconds later and you're like, whoa, like it wasn't catching up. That could be because of the demo um, or because of my console just being the S. It wasn't create a crazy power. Um, and when I was playing as the trickster and when I got near to the end, I actually was like, yeah, I want to play more of this. At first it was kind of, okay, you're trying to do the story and all that stuff. So it's kind of interesting that way. And you're trying to figure that out. But, and then I started the pyro what's that guy's name? The pyromancer pyromancer. Yeah. yeah. And I tried doing him. I haven't really played. I kind of started, after that whole prologue, but after when I started him, I haven't really gone back. I just been playing Valhalla, doing the river raids and Warzone with a buddy, and that's about it. Nothing much, really. Yeah, I think. Haven't had. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I just I was haven't really had much time lately. That's about it. Yeah, the one thing I think with the characters in Outriders, it seems like the trickster when I first started because I've played them all. I wanted to try them all. And uh, there was a couple that were just like, eh, you know, I'm not feeling it. And the trickster was the one really the most. I just wasn't really feeling it until I got the the second power, like the first one where you got to get close and you slice them. It's really cool to see their, their skeletons and all. I mean, that's like really awesome and fun. But it was just like, eh, I got to get in. I've got to be close. And this game, like the AI is insane. Like these guys are good. They're tough. There's a, there's a lot of enemies. I mean, this game is, you're going to be in a firefight every time. It's like you're fighting, you're fighting a lot of people. Um, so it, it gets crazy, especially when you're in multiplayer, it's been a lot of fun. But when I got the second one where I could throw out that bubble and slow them down, then it started to be like, oh, okay, yeah. this is cool. And then I got the ability to pop behind somebody. So when a sniper's there, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, and you just, you just look at him and hit that button. And all of a sudden you're teleported right behind the guy and then you can slice him shotgun. Yeah. Or shot him. Oh, that was, it was so gratifying. And that's, that's what I've seen with like a lot of these characters. It's like when you start getting up, you know, you really start getting, and there's like what, four or five powers. There's a total of eight. Like we've only got access to what the first four. So, there's even more that we haven't seen yet. It was like the pyromancer. I think he's the one with the spikes out of there. I think with the spikes coming out of the ground. It's like when that when I opened that, I was like, oh yeah, you know, it was just so satisfying to do that. Um, so it yeah, it's 
I, yeah, it's cool. I'll stop. Rob's going to mute me in a minute. <laughs> but uh, I, I can't wait to play that. All right, Rob, how yeah. about you? What have you been playing? I haven't had a whole lot of gaming time this past week, uh, but I did manage to play a little bit of, uh, let's see, a little bit of Fortnite and a little bit of Desperados. Uh, Clash Royale, of course, and <laughs> some Call of Duty Mobile, and I believe, oh, and Outriders. So wait, so maybe that is a fair amount, but not a whole lot of each. All right. And uh, I played Fortnite. I played Outriders. Um, and I also played a little bit more Wreckfest. So I got to a, a match in Wreckfest where everybody's driving a uh, like a combine or a big harvester. And that was so crazy. It's like you're all driving these combines around, smashing it to each other. And it's it's just like, oh, this game is just has it's just it's fun. It's just like who thinks of this stuff? So that's been fun. All right. Well, we'll move on. Um, if you guys, whatever platform you listen to us on or watch, uh, yeah, listen to us, please review us and rate us five stars or uh, give us a good thumbs up or whatever on your platform of choice. We really appreciate that. Uh, we did get um, a bunch of thanks and comments through the Facebook group. So Rob and I are going to alter back and forth and just kind of read these off from the community. So first we've got uh, Sean Fuller's said 600. Man, congrats. What are a few standout, funny or awkward moments that you've kept in your memory over your years, over your journey all these years? I, I think um, one of my favorites was, I think we've, t- we've talked about some of these before, but like when Brun first got on or we were meeting with Brun the first time I was running late and I got on the show and he's just like, well, it's about darn time. <laughs> it's like, all right, he's going to work because he just had that, you know, cocky attitude. And it was, <laughs> I just liked it right off the bat. So um, the times that we tried to do video and it just threw us completely off because it was the first time we were all looking at each other while trying to record. And then I got up and left and you know, Rob and Brun didn't know what to do. <laughs> just like, uh, there's, there's a lot of good, funny things that have happened um, over the years. Um, back, and- even go back further with Kyle uh, on one of our game nights, um, uh, him and I being the last two standing in Ghost Recon. Uh, or I think it was Gra, Gra two, and uh, I threw the grenade, hit the top of the wall, killed us both. <laughs> oh, I remember that. That's right. Don't let Mark throw grenades. That, yeah, that's a classic one. So and the hour, yeah, the hour defend and Gra yes. two. Oh, Gra two is awesome. Yeah. One of the best games of all time. And you know, one thing that stands out for me was that one episode that actually had good audio, and we didn't have any tech issues. <laughs> wait that's happened the one episode <laughs> yeah the one, one episode yeah that's uh, funny yeah my my first words to mark was well it's about time you show up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. now a future funny moment standout will be if Bron comes out of retirement for the third time <laughs> well now you're ruining it now it can't happen just for that <laughs> I meeting uh, going and driving to Chicago and actually meeting. Yes. Oh yeah. You guys. That was that was fun. That was very yeah. cool. Yep. 
Yeah, that that was awesome. I I would love to come back out and you know see you and the family again, and because I had a very very sick wife. Ended up she, <laughs> so I didn't get to stay as long as I wanted to, and I was pretty ticked off that night. It turns out she ended up having walking pneumonia, <laughs> so it's like she was really sick. But it was still awesome to be able to to see you guys. And I remember the three of us taking a picture in it together. And at the time, Kyle was on the show with us, but he wasn't there. So we took a picture specifically with a gap between us. And then we we photoshopped his avatar, his yeah. Xbox Live avatar in between the three of us. <laughs> that was funny. No. Anything. Uh, and this is open to everybody. So, you know. Adam, Jonathan, and, and Carbite as well. You guys are welcome. If you have any thoughts that you wanted to share, please feel free to. About favorite Xbox Live episodes in the past? Sure. Yeah, so I do remember one distinct one when um, Brian was on the show. I'm not sure what he was doing, but like I usually listen to you guys whenever I'm hiking because there's a lot of hiking shows out here. And so we have like a lot of hawks and vultures and stuff out here where I hike at and out of nowhere, there's like a large shrieking sound that came through the audio. I'm not sure what Brun did, but it sounded like a bird was like actually coming down and attacking me. And I remember just physically ducking because I was playing a lot of Far Cry at the time and you hear like this screeching noise and then like a hawk would come down. So I just had like a, a reaction and Brun's like, oh, sorry about that. But it's like so loud in my headphones. And yeah, that was crazy. I bet that was your, the siren run oh it might be yeah back yeah. when you were in your old house yeah say i don't have that problem now I'm, I'm about a mile and a half outside the the so you can faintly hear it but not in this house this house is pretty quiet now yeah i'm not sure what it was it's like a giant shriek and it just like it actually like blew out my headphones like it was that loud it was probably yeah i probably had the door open and it was probably the the fire know the fire fire department's siren so yeah because you didn't you say it was like a volunteer so anytime there was a call that siren went off to alert everyone to come in to yeah the fire department yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like right in your backyard or next door oh, or yeah. something i could look out my door and see the siren so yeah it was right outside there yeah that thing went off a lot during my recordings yeah so. definitely during the winter time because it, it's actually kind of sad but you know, during the winter when people have their Christmas trees and stuff up, you know, there's just a lot of fires and stuff. And so that thing's going off all the time. And then with it being volunteer, you know, volunteers, when they don't have enough volunteers come in, they fire it up again for a second or a third time. And they basically just keep doing it, you know, but so it's crazy. Friday night lives were fun. Do you remember doing those? Oh, yeah. And actually, my YouTube channel on, if you look up my name on YouTube, my, the only videos I think I have on there are from like Friday Night Live. So I like I posted them on there and stuff. That's like back in the Battlefield 3 and Bad Company 2 days. It was, it was funny. I just saw them a couple of days ago. I'll have to go and check those out. That's funny. Yeah, I, I there's so many good memories of the, and it's not even so much the podcast. It's just a lot of the community that, we've been able to the people we've met been able to play games with have some just really memorable times um because we've all come together because of the show so that's that's been pretty cool oh i got one more if the other guys don't have anything 
uh, the time when we were freaking out because we were afraid our site and stuff was going to blow up and go down because the um, that story got picked up. Oh, from the guy oh, that yeah. that did the development on that one, the game with like Wheelman, Diesel, yeah, Wheelman in it or something like that. And he said developing for the PlayStation Three was a pain in the butt. Yep. I mean, that's all he said, which was, I mean, you can say that there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know how that got picked up by somebody. And I'm like, oh no, our stuff's going to crash because, you know, we're just a little site and all of a sudden there's a bunch of stuff heading that way. So, Yeah, that was pretty cool to see our podcast named on the major gaming media sites. I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I was worried, like, Microsoft's going to come after us now. Uh, They're going to know about us. (laughs) They're going to kill us and shut us down. (laughs) So that was cool. All right. Well, it's uh, Matt or Rob, you want to take the next one? Sure. Let's see. Where was it? Oh, yes. Um, Next one's from Matt. Uh, What is a driving force that made it to 600? Was it Brun? Either way, congratulations. No, because <laughs> Brun retired on us <laughs> twice. <laughs> um, I know. So we like officially. Ret- I mean, I think I've I've walked away a couple times, just like burned out. You know, life is gets in the way, and I understand we tease Brun, but completely understand. You know, we got we all got families, we got things going on. Um, sometimes it just, it gets to be too much and you have to step away from some of these things like you love to just focus on, uh, whatever's going on in the real world around you. And, um, I know at one point Rob and I were like, yep, we're hanging it up. TXL's done. And we, we didn't do anything, I think for like a month. And then it was like after four to six weeks, I was like, dude, I miss this. I need this Rob. Let's do it. He's like, okay. (laughs) I was waiting. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> he'll be back <laughs> he always is it's and it's just i think i don't know i don't really know why we've done this for so long it's it's been a lot of work it's been a lot of change um it's you know we've had there's been some frustrating times like we've sat and recorded for hours and at the end to find out you know whoever was responsible for recording never hit the record button I know, I know Brun remembers some of those days. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, same time tomorrow. We'll do it yeah. again. Man, to spend two to three hours talking for no reason at all um, was frustrating, but it's still fun. And it's, you know, playing, meeting the people like we have on this call with us today has just been been awesome. Like, you know, Brun, I'd, I've met you once, but you were a friend. You were a good personal friend of mine before i even actually met you it's just we've got that kind of relationship and everybody else on here it's just like i've got memories of of gaming with them and doing different things and just they're all friends everybody here is a friend so that's what i think i like the most and i think also that uh you know everybody has hobbies right uh, of various things you know we can say that you know video games are a hobby of ours uh amongst other things and at the same time, like doing the show is almost like a hobby as well. And it's also like a social time. So, you know, just like Xbox Live, you know, with parties, it makes gaming and social time kind of coincide. The podcast does uh, 
does the same thing. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that I really enjoyed. Just chit-chatting. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, sometimes I drive Mark nuts because I'll t- just yap about stuff for like half an hour before the show. <laughs> and we don't get started right away. And then I'll start yapping again afterwards. No towel talk. Someone, yeah. someone asked about that. <laughs> How many times would we hear yeah. about towels in episode 600? So there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, do you remember where all of that stemmed from? I remember how far back that stuff goes. Like off- talking about, yeah, talking about off-topic stuff. It, it, yeah, I know where we got it from. Yeah, we were we were making kind of joking about Major Nelson. Oh yeah, and the sous vide, and always talking about food, his, his ice, and oh, there was yeah. something oh. about his ice and dogs, and so we were just. I mean. He's got some good stuff though, because you know I oh, love yeah. sous vide and I love the uh, bidet toilets. Oh, they're awesome! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, especially when you can't find toilet paper in the stores, because everybody's buying it. They're being greedy. That yeah, definitely because... helped me out during the pandemic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, <laughs> enough said, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah, I mean, I I've always liked podcasting. I like coming on a couple times. Like even even that's kind of the thing of like I do miss it. I you know was even had an idea for another type of show that wasn't actually gaming related. Um, but it it does like you're like these guys are right. It's so much work, and the times of us doing it, trying to stream it and being live, like on Twitch and everything like that, just added another element of difficulty and work and, and all that stuff. And really like me leaving, it's always typically around, well, you know, can't record on Fridays because Ron has to go watch, you know, his son play football in high school. And then, you know, can't do on these days. Cause he's got to take his, you know, it's like a lot of family stuff and, and things like that, but then you get the burnout. I mean, of, yeah. of just putting in the amount of work and going. I remember. I think I've said this to you guys before, but like going audio only, like you are right now, and even using Zencaster the way you're doing it, it probably saves so much time and just removes so much of the the part that's not you know that's not fun about podcasting. You know, sitting down and talking with your friends and stuff. That's that's fun and talking about a hobby. But all the extra work and everything afterwards, you know, try to set up scenes and configure, you know, all the stuff for streaming. That was just that was hor- it was hard. <laughs> yeah. So and then so like you're well, I was just kind of wondering here. I don't know. But uh, this Zen casting like you're saying this is live, but is it also recording as well? So yeah. it's like out to the out to the world. It, oh, it's okay. not it's not recording live out to the world. So it's, it's, it's capturing all of us right now. So no, like yeah. if you're not in this call, no one else can hear us. So when it's done, it grabs everybody's audio, puts it all together. I run, I hit a button to do post-production to clean it all up, level it all out, does all this magic. And then it gives me my one file and then we publish it. So once we publish it, oh, then okay. it's out to everybody on their podcast streamers or, or, or on the website. So. In in the future, like in like half an hour or something like that. Yeah. So once we're done 
it actually goes really well now or knock on wood you know rob hates when i say things like this so (laughs) but uh it's uh this has this platform has been so far again so far they updated it this week has been a pleasure to do but we've used it in the past and had lots of problems so oh yeah Hmm. yeah so you know but uh, it's been matured. It's um, we pay for this. Oh, I can't now. believe you're, you, dude! You are just, <laughs> we are so hosed. <laughs> you might want to stop while you're ahead. Yeah, the power From here of the on out, it's smooth sailing. <laughs> yeah, but with all the the what's that? Um, you know, the kids do it now with the schooling, the the streaming, and all that stuff. I think they got this stuff down to a niche right now because everybody just got slammed with all this pandemic crap. Yeah. So I mean and that might be why it might have gotten better. I don't know, but no, it's just interesting. I like I said, I don't know anything about this computer junk anymore. <laughs> it just goes so fast and it's so hard to keep up and I'm just like uh yeah, I just deal with everyday things. Sorry, I didn't mean to end your end your rant there. No, but. all is good. All is good. <laughs> so definitely want I know I was like, okay, don't you know, stay muted, but uh we want you guys to be able to I don't we're not we want you guys to be able to feel free to join in if you got something to say so um uh all right so the next one is from jean paul he said congratulations um and then i'll take the next one because it's at, it's for me oh so brock asked sorry if it's personal but how does your wife feel about all the gaming mark um so i'm not married anymore <laughs> um but uh when i was um you know, things I work, I've worked from home for almost 11 years. So, you know, I was always here and I had a lot of time to do things and, um, spend time with the family. So it was always when, you know, the kids are gone to bed and, you know, she's doing her thing. Then, you know, I'll do my gaming or whatever. Um, you've just got to, you got to slice your time out. Um, and this is kind of the thing that it's my big hobby where I don't really watch TV. So like if her and the kids like to watch a program, I'm like, I don't want to watch TV. I just, I'm going to go play games or something. So, um, it worked out. Um, and now I'm a single dad. I've got three kids that keep me very busy and, uh, I'm, I still, again, it's just like, I got to work around their schedule. So there's days I don't get to see the, the Xbox at all. Um, because I'm just swamped. Like yesterday was one, it was just like, you know, you're working all day and then it's like, okay, I got to get dinner. I got to get I had all three kids had activities last night and one had to be early compared to the others. And it's just like by the time I got home, it's like bedtime. <laughs> so, um, you know, you just get it in while you can. So, all right. All right, Rob, you can take the right, next, next one. Next one is from David and David writes, uh, what an awesome milestone. I remember the early days of the podcast there were actually two early days, weren't there? This podcast and the old one, yeah, yeah. But we is, don't talk about we don't talk about yeah. the old one. <laughs> yeah, that one was which we're not talking about. It was what eighty six episodes, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah. the podcast that shall not be named. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I mean, you own the domain now, <laughs> and it's it's funny. Um, like I, I don't, I, I don't think we do anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Did, did we? Uh, did we? Did we renew that, Rob? No, I think uh, Kyle had it, and then he just directed it to us, and I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I talked to Chalk 1 every once in a while, like he streams and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah. The early, early days. That was pre-Rob days. days. Yeah, it was. was. Yep. And, I mean, really, if we really want to get technical, I'm the original. Because Kyle's gone, and it was Kyle and I that started that. (laughs) Then we got Brun, and then, what, Brun left, then I left, then Kyle left, and then Brun and I started. Well, Brun, Rob, and I, I think, started, and then we brought Kyle back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like then Kyle left, then Rob will, or Brun left, then Brun came back, then Brun left, then Brun came back, then Brun <laughs> then left, you, then, then, you then Mark left. and Rob left, <laughs> then you left, and then, yeah, well that's that's the thing is like this Xbox Life what was originally a blog of and like fifth like five minute um like five minute blurbs of me recording and giving it to you guys when I left the first podcast, uh, when I left this Xbox Live, or not this Xbox Live, but Xbox podcast, I was recording and reviewing uh, Xbox Live Arcade games. And that's, and putting those like in a blog format. And that's what this Xbox Life originally was, was that. Um, And the reason I didn't retire from the first one, you know, that one was uh, the guy who ran it wanted us all to sign like non-disclosure, basically sign off a year of our life and saying we couldn't do anything else and and everything like that because his he was always promising money to us. But he's like, oh, I have all these deals. I have this. You guys, you know, I need you to sign this document, which was basically like a contract. And my wife was like, you're not signing anything yeah and i was like yeah guys i'm I'm not you know i'm not signing that and he didn't even want to give like past time like we were already podcasting for almost a year and he didn't even want to give us the times like time served type stuff so that's when i i left and said i'm not signing that but then was sending you guys like those little two minute skits of just me talking into a mic yeah and then that's when you left and then we started talking. I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? You're like, hey, we should do our own podcast. I have this friend. He wants to do podcasting too, which was Rob. So, And I actually interviewed what, with uh, Mark and that one guy. Yeah. Remember that, Mark? And that, then, that guy was, yeah. And he wanted his buddy or something like that. Yeah, do. he wanted, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then everybody quit. Yeah. <laughs> It's all for the better because that one never made it to a hundred, and here we are at six. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Edwin writes in, um, "Congratulations! I have always been curious. Do you guys have some kind of ritual before you start recording? What do your colleagues at work say about your notoriety? Are you considered cool dads by your kids and their friends?" Will you be selling TXL 600th episode towel editions? Cheers to <laughs> 600 more. There's the towels. So That's awesome. So first thing, do we have a ritual? The ritual is I get on, I get everything ready, and then I sit here and, and wait you, for wait, Rob. Yeah, you wait <laughs> for me. And then, and then I join, and then I yap about all sorts of different stuff. Like everything other nope. than Xbox for half an hour. Which is why we can't do a live show. <laughs> Because Rob's always late. Even when we were live, we were still at least a half hour oh, late every day. Oh, so. oh Rob. Which l- also led to re- early retirements. <laughs> 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 well, no, it wasn't Rob being late, but like, you know, 
it's it's 10 till 11 right now and so we wouldn't start until 10 p.m my time and those times we'd put in two hour shows i was getting to bed at like 12 one o'clock and have to get up at five o'clock to drive to work so that was like the whole that's rough since i'm working yeah. from home now like i don't get up to like 10 till seven nice. so that's like yeah so we can so we can i can walk away and you and jonathan can record for the next five hours yeah. <laughs> hey, it was fun. Time flies when you have a fun, right? <laughs> um so Rob, do you have any notoriety at work? I really don't know what's to call it <laughs> at work. I don't know if it's ridicule. I don't know if it's <laughs> notoriety. And uh yeah, my manager introduces me as uh the guy that plays video games and does podcasting. And then on whenever I'm on video, which isn't too often, uh, I have like a wall of board games behind me, so I can't even imagine like what these people are thinking. <laughs> but yeah, my, it's all good. My my, I'll, um, I won't go into the next question. What were you gonna say? Um, I don't have any because I don't tell anybody at work, so I don't need them to know what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. All right. So are you considered a cool dad, Rob? Yes. Actually, most of my uh, son's friends think that I work for Microsoft. Yeah. He corrects <laughs> them, and then they still think I work for Microsoft just because we're so Microsoft-focused <laughs> and yeah. Xboxes and everything for years. Yeah, I think um, – I don't really know what my – my youngest does thinks it's awesome. Yeah. I think my older kids used to think so, but now they're like, you know – 16 and 17 and they're more they're like TikTok now yeah they're like well you're you're not a TikTok. yeah you're not you don't have eight million followers on youtube so you're nobody so i think they know the truth so i'm not cool mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, but my youngest ever, still looks up to me <laughs> did you uh well of course you're taller than him <laughs> <Right. No. laughs> no, oh no nah, just kidding about that but uh i i know he adores you but oh, yeah. uh have you ever had those probing questions in the past of so so dad uh uh how many subscribers do you have how many followers do you have <laughs> you know <laughs> gauging with the yep. multi-million dollar people that they million uh, follower people that they follow on social media and youtube yeah well yeah dad well you're not as you're not as you don't have as many followers as cool guy 842 it's like um okay i wasn't trying to (laughs) but yeah no the we're pretty small potatoes compared to what our kids watch yeah but then again cool guy whatever gets all his views by doing like stupid stuff and swearing (laughs) yeah exactly that's true the funny thing is like for me like my kids are both like more popular than i am (laughs) it's like you know evie wants to do like voiceover acting and stuff like that and of course she's been doing community plays and all this stuff since she was like in kindergarten and stuff like that so like she's in high school now you know i think when i started podcasting she was like three months old you know that's like how long ago that was and then jameson he's slowly becoming a professional speed stacker <laughs> dude that like, kid is so fast man it's crazy 
I, I mean, and he does his own YouTube channel. He's on there every day. Like, and he's, I mean, he's in a tournament in the UK on Sunday and he's in a, and he just did the Chicago tournament last weekend. And, uh, we're waiting for in-person stuff because his main goal is to get on team USA. And I mean, he's got times to qualify for him. So we're kind of doing that, but it's, it's funny. Like he's got all these stackers that like see his videos and chat with him and stuff. So <laughs> it's, it's funny. So. There's a sport of speed stacking. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh man, what's this world coming yeah. to? I'm like so behind the times. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But going to the UK, that's insane. Well, he's where it's ver- this. These are all virtual now, but it oh, it'll, it'll yeah, it would be definitely cool if you know you know eventually we can make a trip like that, but. When the, when the show's over, I'll yeah. give you the link so you can see his stuff and see what he does. But I don't want to do it now. You'll click on a link and it'll close his browser or something. <laughs> then we'll do, then we'll do yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. The next one is from Marcus. Uh, let's see, Rob. Take the next. Why don't you take the next sure. two? Okay. Uh, Marcus writes. Congratulations. What's the name of the podcast? Well, I can answer that. This board game life. Right? Oh, wrong one. This Xbox life. And uh then we have Mr. Brun. Or do you want you want to read this one, Brun? Or I don't know, you don't have access to it. I'll just Yeah, I can't see it. Congrats on six hundred, guys. All right. Uh next couple are a little longer, so uh, Scott writes in says, congrats and thanks for all the work you guys put into the show to give us many, many years of listening. I love the show because you guys are just regular folks, just like myself, and spend your own money on games, accessories, etc. I feel like you guys give very fair and honest assessments of things because of this and like the fact that you're not afraid to tell it like it is when Microsoft makes a flub. I've had the chance over the years to do a lot of gaming with Wingman and, and BJ Swick, though not recently with either. And you're all good people, including Rob, I'm sure. I have a lot of great gaming memories in games like Borderlands and Battlefield, all because of people I have met through this community over the years. We used to have some pretty epic Friday Night Life Battlefield Wars going on. I remember having so many folks, we'd hit the eight-person limit and have to break into two or three parties. Sometimes we wouldn't even get everyone in the same game where there were so many folks playing. Anyway, thanks again for all your hard work and dedication. I hope to be able to keep on listening to another 600 episodes. I suppose I should also ask a question. So when is Brun coming back to the show full time? Not a good one. Maybe this is better since we have a new console generation and it's too early to really have any standout games from the prior gen. What is your favorite game from each prior gen? Thanks again. And I hope to game with you guys again soon. Gamertag Mirage 8531 PS bring back Brun. So there's where the hashtag came from. (laughs) I want to make sure I don't. No one gives me credit for that. So, Brun, he asks if you're coming back. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) (laughs) Take one episode at a time. (laughs) Yeah. And what's our some of our? And I want I'd like to hear from everybody here. So, uh, what what is your guys' favorite say game from the three? Yeah, the previous series. So, if you had an Xbox. 
a 360 and an Xbox One, what were your favorite games from those consoles? So what do you think, Adam? Sure. Uh, so probably going to be a lot of Halo for me. I know Halo 2 was the first game I got with my original Xbox. Uh, it was pretty much all I played for <laughs> like a year or two, even after I got my 360. I was still playing that till Halo 3 came out, uh, which is maybe that or Mass Effect 2, probably my favorite 360 game. Um, I know we did play a lot of Battlefield back in the day, like some of y'all have mentioned as well. Uh, so maybe Bad Company 2 as well in there. Uh, and then Xbox One, let's see, uh, Witcher 3 was really good. I liked Life is Strange. New one getting announced next week, so that'll be exciting. Um, what else was on there? There are some Halos. They weren't uh, quite as good. I like Halo 5, though. Um, it's probably my most played on there. So, yeah, I think that about covers it for me. Jonathan, how about you, your favorite Xbox previous gen games yeah so i have to say for the 360 it was probably assassin's creed 2 like i had taken a break from gaming for a long time and then once i played assassin's creed 2 that actually made me pick up a 360 and so i played through that trilogy and that made me in love with that series there and then also a lot of halo 3 back then on the 360 and then i would have to say on xbox one um I still play a lot of Halo 5 online. I have a group of friends that we still play multiplayer with. I actually didn't think the story was too bad. Like, I actually liked the campaign on Halo 5. I know a lot of people kind of hated on it, but I thought it was pretty decent. And then um, trying to think what else last generation. Um, yeah, I guess a lot of the games I liked weren't really critically acclaimed. Like, I liked Sunset Overdrive. That one was a lot of fun. And then I also liked Quantum Break a lot more for the story mode than, you know, the visuals are good, but I did enjoy that story. And I did like the, um, the live action stuff that they did in between, you know, like each, um, each episode, I guess you would call it. Cause it kind of reminded me of like the sci-fi network type shows and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, a lot of first party stuff. I really enjoyed last generation. Cool. All right, Bron. Um, X, Xbox would be Halo 2. Um, that's pretty much anything I played on original Xbox. I didn't play much of it as well, but I, I just remember it. Um, 360 would be like Halo 3, Bad Company 2, and any other, but like, but I had a lot of fun with Graw 2 as well. Um, and I'm trying to think of, uh, like Splinter Cell, some of the Splinter Cell games. Oh, and um, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Tom Clancy, uh, Rainbow Six, yeah, and doing terrorist hunt and stuff. Like <laughs> I remember those, and and those kind of like always stand out to me, you know. Um, as well as like Forza Two, was it? I think it was like that first racing game, and and that like a lot of us played. Xbox One is kind of hard. It's it's weird. Like nothing really sticks in my mind, as besides, you know, like Halo Five or Gears, like the latest Gear, you know, Gears game. Um, I'm trying to think, and and then like you know your Battlefields, but Destiny One would have been another one. I think I played a lot of Destiny One when it was on when it came out. So, 
that's what I got. What you covered? I'm just trying to think here. Um, so if we're going back to my old school modded Xbox, <laughs> Fable. I loved the first Fable. I thought the second one was horrible. I couldn't get enough of the first one. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. And then the Splinter Cell series started, I think. I just couldn't get enough of Splinter Cell. And if you keep going on into it, it'd be like, what, more Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed. I thought the first one was, you know, I thought the first one was great, and then it just got better over the time. Um, 360-wise. Uh, trying to think what else there is. Rainbow Six. Anything Ubisoft. I wasn't into the Far Cry, but like Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six. Anything um, with a Tom Clancy name uh, in front of it, right? Oh, that stuff was huh. butter. I just, that was so good. And didn't, I'm trying to think, didn't Titanfall come out on the 360? It did. The first yeah. one? Yeah, it did. No, it was on the Xbox One. Yeah, the first one. Oh. Yeah, but yeah well, and then it, there was two of them. Yeah, right? they both came out on Xbox One because Titanfall was originally yeah. an Xbox One exclusive. Exclusive. Because yeah. right. I remember I bought the 360 the day it came out and I was working out of town and I literally bought... Um, just a Wi-Fi hotspot thing for your, uh, you know, cell phone network, just so I can play. Because I was in the middle of nowhere, but they had cell service, and I was using that as a my Wi-Fi access just to play Titanfall when I was sitting in my room at you know whatever, and that's all I played was Titanfall, Titanfall, Titanfall. Such a good game. And then, oh, it was oh, I loved it. You know, and it's uh, it's just bad that they're not going with it, or it. I don't know. I. Between the first and the second one, Titanfall 2 was awesome as well. The story, that was Xbox One. Xbox One is the same thing, anything Ubisoft. But I kind of get in these modes where I'm just like, like right now I'm playing Valhalla and then I got to get into a hitch and I play, you know, Warzone for a little bit. And then not too long ago, before that, I was playing Rainbow Six Siege and all the, like it's completely changed to me from when it first came out. Man, they got like 400. I'm like exaggerating, but it was like they got 400 operators. And it's just, I'm, I'm still rocking all like the, the originals because I didn't pay any any of the seasons or nothing like that. So I'm seeing all these other crazy characters doing these weird things. And I'm just still, you know, mute, putting down my little jammers. And oh, that was actually kind of fun. So I had like a week straight of just siege just to be like, oh man, this is all different to me. And yeah, nothing really. That's about it. Out of all those generations, I think that's. I think that's what I like about the all that stuff. Cool. Yeah. How about it, Rob? Oh, that's a tough one. Going back to the original Xbox, uh, there's a couple things that stand out. There was this game. I think it was called Overlord or something like that. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Um, but I really remember the burnouts. I, I think that there was a couple of them. I don't know which one it was, but there was one that I just played nonstop. Just, <laughs> I crashed that intersection a bajillion times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the one where you had to basically do the most damage that you could yes. smashing into an intersection. And I'm sure there's probably a thousand mobile games now <laughs> that do the same thing. Uh, going to the 360, 
oh, there was something I was going to mention. Well, I, I guess I'll have to go with Blur. So Blur was a lot of fun. Um, or wasn't the original Forza Horizon on the 360? Uh, the original one. The original one was on the original Xbox, I believe. The very okay. first one. So, and then and, Forza 2 came on 360. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Forza, Forza Horizon, the first Horizon game, I think, was on 360. 360. Right? Tail end of 360, right? Almost the right. very end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Forza Horizon. Oh, sorry. I, okay. That one definitely gets a, uh, a nod. Going to the Xbox One. There was a lot of really good stuff, but I don't know why, but Max and the Curse of the Brotherhood just really sticks out. It was like the first game that I played, and it was very different, and it was a lot of fun, and my my son was watching me play it. It was like uh, one of the first games that he actually could watch, because <laughs> I know he couldn't watch Rise. <laughs> it was a whole different, uh, whole different thing, uh, a lot more violence in that game. And then also, uh, oh, what's it called? Mirror's Edge. That one also stands out, but I think that originally came out on the 360, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then Catalyst came out on on the Xbox One. But yeah, th- that game was just crazy fun as well. So there, there was a couple of, couple of things. Dishonored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dishonored. Oh, love yeah. that game. But I didn't play that until Xbox One. I don't know if it came out on 360. I think it's. I think it's. It was 2012. I think the it was first Dishonored. I think yeah. I think it was 360. Then they upraised it for the one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, now there's. Isn't there a new one coming out tomorrow, or is that not the uh, the upgraded one? Yeah, I think it uh, is both Dishonored and Dishonored Two, and then the um, expansion of the second one. I think all comes to Game Pass tomorrow. Is that a, just a compilation, or is that the in, like enhanced for the series version? I'm not sure. I didn't know they were enhancing it because I never played this on yet. I bought it day one and then just never played it for some reason. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was looking forward to it, but I forget what came out at the same time, and then I just kind of it got lost on my my list there. Yeah. Um, so for Dishonored, it's Dishonored Definitive Edition, yeah. and then Dishonored 2. Then there's the, uh, okay. uh, uh, what's the Stranger, what was? Out, the Outsider? The Outsider one, yeah. 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 Death, Death of the Outsider. Yeah. And Dishonored 2, you have a tough decision, because you can either play as Corvo, which is the main character of regular Dishonored, or you can play as his daughter. Yeah. Which one would so, you suggest? Because is it the same story for both of them, or do, do they kind of take two different paths? I think they have different... Well, I think the story is roughly the same, but their abilities are different. Right. Yeah, it's it's like... I, I mean, I wouldn't even call it different. It's more of like there's slight differences between the two, and it's just because of, you know, like the powers or, you know, just like... I don't think I don't know about the branching. Like the branching's not that big. It's not like two different things, but I mean it's definitely probably right. not to where it's like super replayability, but you could replay it, but you're gonna be like, ah, that was pretty much the same thing type of 
scenario. So if you want to see the other ending, it's probably just better just to YouTube it at the end yeah. instead of playing through it the whole thing again. Yeah. Nope. It's funny because, sorry, Wings One News, a lot of people are probably screaming listening to the show, like all these games, like you guys can't see our chat. We're just saying like all these games that we have forgotten yeah. <laughs> that's come out. We're like, oh man, you know, like Call of Duty, like the first, like modern or Call of Duty 4, when that came out, that was so big and it was huge. Yeah. So Sniping that dude's arm off was like, oh, <laughs> I... That's what I remember about that one. Yeah, I was going to say I forgot Wildlands. I want to throw that out there. That's probably one of my most played games last generation. Like I started on the Xbox One, and right in the middle of it is when the One X came out. So that was like the very first game I played on the One X, and it was actually enhanced for One X. So it had like the HDR, and I think it had 60 FPS. And yeah, that game looked amazing when the One X came out. Yeah, the um, so... The original Xbox for me, um, Burnout, I think it was Burnout 2, um, but that my wife and I played that crash mode just back and forth. We'd hand the controller, you know, back and forth. Uh, we'd play until we beat the had, had the high score, and then we'd hand it over, and like she would play till she beat me. And it was just so much fun. Um, we used to play Dead or Alive um, on there. And even though she didn't know the buttons, neither did I, she'd kick my butt all the time. It was funny. Um, and she always got a kick out of that, how she was beating the gamer. Um, 360, There's it's a ridiculous amount of games. Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare was absolutely insane. I loved it, followed by Modern Warfare 2. Um, I really enjoyed Gra 2. That was like one of my standout games. Um, the co-op ability to get a bunch of people in and play those co-op missions, that was my, some of my most memorable experiences. Um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six and Rainbow Six Vegas 2 were um, just awesome time. I just terrorist hunt, the campaign, the controls. Like th- that was like the perfect game. Um, I loved Stranglehold and uh, Syndicate. Um, some smaller, you know, those are some weren't big AAA games, but they were some of my most favorite gaming experiences. Um, <laughs> Syndicate. I told you about that one. That was. And and it was so good. Um, yeah. and cool. Yep. Then uh, things like Gears of War. Uh, I'm still. You know, I just finished up Gears Five story the other day, and it's just like the game has just been so good. Um, I really enjoyed the series. Someone posted Left for Dead, um, another amazing series of games. In uh, Xbox One. Uh, oh, also on uh, 360 was uh, Rock Band and Guitar Hero 2. Um, just games I couldn't stop playing once I picked them up. I was just like, oh my gosh. Absolutely played so many rhythm games on my 360. Um, just some of the highlights. I remember having uh, parties at work where I'd bring all my Rock Band gear and my Xbox down and we'd party at work. I had parties at my house, uh, Rock Band parties and stuff with that. Just so much fun um xbox one uh I, I, it's it's probably i don't know why this one seems to be a little bit harder i know i've had so many great gamings on, on there as well um i was thinking of something earlier and it's like now all of a sudden i'm i'm blurred but uh i know i liked playing uh young bloods with rob uh i had a lot of fun oh, yeah. doing that mm-hmm. um 
there was that one uh, a way out was a really cool co-op experience that like really surprised me and i'm really excited to play it takes two it's coming out here i think in a week or two two weeks yeah um it's by the same people and i know rob and i you're gonna i'm gonna make you play this with me because you you bailed on me in the last one i'll be your free buddy yeah okay fine i'm buying the game so okay uh, if you don't want any achievements you can be the free guy um what you gotta pay them you gotta buy the game to get the achievements oh dang it (laughs) um let's see what else it's just so many uh so many great things deep rock galactic right um we or how about Xbox. how about your most Fortnite. played game? Yep, there you go. Fortnite. Uh, that was another one. It's just, I guess I don't think of it because I'm playing it now. So, but yeah, that that one I got introduced to uh, originally on, and I I was one of those with Fortnite. I was like one of the beta or whatever. I don't remember what they called it, a founder. But I paid for the game. I ended up buying the hundred and fifty dollar edition, and it didn't have. It wasn't Battle Royale. There was no such thing at the time. It was Save the World. And I enjoyed it so much that I ended up buying the extra uh, upgrading to the $150 edition where I got two copies of the game and I gave one to Broad and one to Rob. And it was uh, just so much fun. And then Battle Royale came out and I kind of stayed away from it. I just was never really good. And then somewhere I got kind of pulled into it. And I played it for a little while and then I, I stopped and then it was what season I never really got into it when I first started playing it. And then I think it was season nine of chapter one. And it might've been, I don't remember who, I don't know if it was Rob that pulled me in, but I've been like nonstop ever since. Yeah. So I was playing save the world all the time and I kept talking about it over and over and over every show and then uh then that's then you got kind of curious about it again and i think that's how you started it so then yeah i'm still playing that today so um so cool i just thought of one for you there when take what was that oh, Eagle? Eagle, yeah. yes oh man non-stop talking about that one (laughs) i don't want to get banned but you forgot to mention that one great great classic i want peggle (laughs) three or or, um there was another one um pinball pin pinball fx that was another one i think you were i just i'm just brain farting here like all the old stuff like you always posted on facebook or talked about in other shows like you know, like the the tables. There's like a Star Wars table coming out. Oh, I can't yep. wait for that, or <laughs> you know, something like that. So I think it was a pinball. Yeah, remember that so one. many good games. Borderlands, uh, the original Borderlands. Well, that was a 360 game, um, but the original Borderlands just hooked me right from the get go. Um, in fact, that was a game that I called in sick like two, the next two days. <laughs> And I wasn't sick. I was playing video games and I'd never done that in my life. And there was something about that game. It's like, I just wanted to play. Um, oh, and Braun, yes, Crackdown. Oh my gosh, how did I forget Crackdown? Um, the Crackdown game that 1 was, and 2. Yeah, the game that was sold and basically you got what Halo 3. You got into the Halo 3 beta when you bought Crackdown. Yep. 
And people's like, oh, you're putting this beta, and that's how you're just trying to sell this game. It's going to stink. You know, that's what most people thought. And then they played Crackdown. They're like, this game's awesome. I mean, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad Crackdown 3 couldn't give us that magic back, but. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty bad. So, but anyways, I think that's it for me. So, Rob, if you want to take the next one from Joe. All right. Joe writes in, sub fellas. It's Joe, aka Silo84. Where do I start? I've only been listening to the show for about a year but now, but it's something I look forward to every week. I've mentioned before that I'm on my third deployment with the Army National Guard in Djibouti. I have, uh, and, and I've uh, been able to download the show every week. It's something that has made the time go by faster. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedules to be able to put out the show for us. Hands down the best xbox related show yeah. looking forward to getting home next month so i can finally hook up my xbox series x and be able to game with some of you on here again thanks robin mark and i look forward to another 600 shows silo 84 out so what was that statement about the about the show hands down what um where was it i just see a wall of text are you, are you gonna Somebody <laughs> hands down what? <laughs> hands down the best Xbox related show. Ah, boom. that was worthy of that. I didn't want to hit at a time because mm-hmm. you were talking. So, but see, thank you, thank you. You Joe. should have a soundbite just of that uh, rock and stone. Yeah, just have the yeah by itself. That'd, that'd be good. That'll work too. <laughs> All right. So Jeremy 600, said six hundred shows. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry says, hello, I'm learned your lesson on Xbox Live. I'm honored to have my music on the podcast for so many episodes. Congratulations on 600 episodes. Okay, Rob, get ready for some major strife. Wingman still got over 600 more rants to go. Cheers. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. And then uh, Jason writes in the entire community appreciates all that you do. Uh, guys, thanks so much. A million times over. Awesome. So that is our Facebook and messages that came in. We did get a voicemail, so let's listen to that, and then we can move into our just open discussion here. So let's hear what Gunny Chief has to say. Hey, guys, this is Gunny Chief, a.k.a. Henley. Just uh, I remember listening to you guys back in 2010, 2011. Man, that was right around the time of the Facebook. You guys made the group, and... Yeah, I traded in my OG Xbox for the 360. I was a little late to the party on that one. But that thing, that Xbox 360 had 512 megabytes, if you believe it. There was not a lot of space at that time. Um, yeah, listening to you guys on the iPod, Nano, and Android phone. But of course, you had to plug it into the computer to download podcasts at the time. I didn't know what Wi-Fi was, even if it did exist at the time. But yeah. Wow, that's uh, certainly some memories back then. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this Bethesda acquisition that was just completed this week and what that brings for the future for games like Starfield and other games that haven't been announced. And, you know, and just playing those games on Game Pass, on my phone, on, yeah, on the PC, on the Xbox itself. And yeah, good times. I'm really, really excited for the future for these recently studios that came are now coming to microsoft as a family 
And again, congratulations, guys. Episode 600. As a community, we made it. Take care, guys. All right. So thanks. Thanks, Gunny. We appreciate it. Uh, you guys can hear Gunny Chief over at Horrible Gamers Podcast. So um, check them out as well. All the guys over there that started that uh, all came from this community. So, and they are still going strong over there. Um, you can uh, reach out to us like Gunny Chief did by going to thisxboxlife.com, clicking on the send voicemail button on, I think it's on the right hand side of the page. And uh, it'll just use your computer microphone to send us a message. Um, you can also send us an email at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Um, so, with that, we're now at the open forum section. Woo! So, we're not going to, uh, we got no plans, no topics. I know we actually had a big news day, um, but I want to leave it up to the community, you guys, to discuss whatever you want. We can, like I said, we can talk about Bethesda news. We can talk about what, what your favorite gaming memories are, what you're most looking forward to, you know, what toothpaste you use today to brush your teeth, whatever is on, whatever you feel like. So the floor is open to anyone. Yeah, I would say let's start with Bethesda. That's the big elephant in the room since yeah. it came to fruition today. So, yeah, I guess I'll kick it off. What do you guys think is going to happen with this acquisition? Now that it's finally finalized, you know, Xbox can finally show its cards what it really plans on doing. So do you think we get, you know, all the big titles as exclusives moving forward? Or do you think they only take the smaller titles as exclusives, you know, time exclusives? Like, where do you guys stand on that? Have you guys been able to catch that uh, about 75-minute uh, video that they put up? That roundtable uh, one? Yeah, where it was, uh, what, Phil Spencer and... What, Aaron, Aaron Greenberg was there, yeah. and then a bunch of uh, Bethesda people. Todd Howard, um, oh, that other guy. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> the other guy that's not Todd Howard. Pete Hines? <laughs> Pete Hines, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Pete Hines, and then... Uh, they're like was a marketing lady. Yeah, I but caught, I I caught like the one. first five minutes of it. Yeah, basically, clat the cleft notes like the games that are coming to Xbox Live tomorrow, and then they just kind of said some titles are coming exclusive, and they would pretty much um, not go against the grain and keep whatever titles they had, you know, commitments to. Like I think that Tokyo Ghostwire and. Um, Deathloop, those are still going to go as time exclusives to PlayStation. But other than that, like we don't know anything about like the Indiana Jones games or Starfield or even like the next Elder Scrolls and stuff. Yeah, my my bet is that those games are going to end up being Xbox exclusives, and it's literally a bet for me. I have a bet with a buddy of mine that <laughs> whoever's wrong has to buy the other some game. So, uh, you know. Hopefully for me, they uh, will only be on the Xbox, but if not, oh well. Yeah, to, to me, and then the way they put it today, it makes it sound like, yes, they're going to basically keep all the big ones to be exclusive, at least to Game Pass. Um, but I was always kind of wondering, you know, exclusive, non-exclusive type of thing, because, you know, same before the show, the one thing I like what Microsoft is doing and Sony's starting to dip their toe in it too, which is good is they're just letting you choose where you want to play. Like 
You want to play on a PC, play on a PC. You want to play on your on a couch and on your console, play on a console, like um, and things like that. But I was almost wondering if they were going to play it by ear. Um, and I actually heard a good point today on another show. It's kind of like, well, we don't know what the gaming environment and market's going to be in two years. So, so say Starfield is is ready in two years from now. What if you know, PC, you know, like Microsoft has the largest install base. Like, okay, yeah, they could go exclusive and be okay. But what if Sony has, you know, we know Sony's going to have a large install base. You know, what I'm saying is far as Microsoft kind of leaving it open. So I was kind of surprised that they're saying much about being exclusive or whatever and leaving it open to kind of play the field um, based on like what, what the gaming, you know, who's in the lead or what's, what's, whatever's happening. Because, you know, like I've always said, like, don't leave money on the table. So it's kind of like, you know, I think exclusives are bad. I don't think you need an exclusive game to sell a console. If you do need exclusive game to sell a console, I just feel like it's kind of, is your console worth buying? If, if that's the case of doing it. But, you know, that's just me. And the one thing I like about Microsoft is the whole, I get to pick where I want to play. So with them doing this, it's like, you know, Starfield in two years, like what if, what if Sony has a, 200 million consoles you know sold and that's that that install base like i wouldn't blame microsoft for saying ah yeah starfield's you know cross-platform you know because in the end the real goal is to make money um and, and keeping that there but i if it is exclusive it is i mean it's just the the people the only thing that bugs me about this whole thing is the like toxic part of of the gaming communities where it's like mine is the best and yours isn't and because mine has you know like we've heard it for years you know the reason to buy a ps4 is because it was better than the xbox one the xbox one's launch was horrible and the playstation 4 was a better it had better ram in it it was just a better piece of hardware and you know now we come around and xbox is better piece of hardware but it's like oh well xbox doesn't have any games you know and and sony only ha- is the only company that ha- makes video games apparently um so microsoft went out and bought a studio so if they do make it exclusive they they do but you know in a way if they don't they don't it's just i guess it doesn't matter to me i'm playing the games that i want to play and i might have to go one place or another but you know, I think Sony's also learning a little bit from Microsoft and putting their stuff on PC. So I think it's a good, that's a good thing. So I think the wording around making it exclusive to Game Pass is pretty much their way of saying that these games are going to be exclusive to Xbox because, yeah, saying Game Pass, you have PC, mobile, and Xbox, but you don't have like Sony or Nintendo. So that's like being able to say that you're keeping your games on your console, but not really so you're not like you know starting that you know the console war online but i feel like a lot of big titles are probably going to only be within the xbox ecosystem so if sony decides they want to put game pass on there which i don't really see that happening i could see them doing their own version of it but you know 
they'll probably leave the door open that way saying like, yeah, Sony's welcome to have our games on their platform as long as it's through Game Pass, you know, something like that. Yeah, the the one thing I do, I mean, let's let's be honest, we're 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 gamers. I know, you know, even at work and stuff, everybody's like, oh, Brian, you're such an Xbox guy, and you don't like you don't like PlayStation, right? And, and it's funny because I have my PlayStation behind me, and and uh, you know, two of my favorite games of like last year and the year before have both been PlayStation games. You know, it's just like I I do like PlayStation and I do like their games, but I also like other stuff and play anywhere I want and play. I play a variety of things, but I think it's just, everybody has to be honest with each other, you know, and quit kind of saying not us here, but kind of this thing of like, Oh, Microsoft shouldn't do exclusive. It, it would be bad business for them. You know, like they should definitely put it on the PlayStation cause that's where I want to play it, you know, but you're talking about a company that has exclusive games that are only on PlayStation. So, you know, just, be honest about it and just say, yeah, yeah, they bought it. It's their games. They can do whatever they want with it. And if you want to play it, go buy it where you need to buy it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, because if Sony bought Bethesda, then we would never be having this conversation. Like you automatically would just think, okay, Sony's going to keep these on PlayStation hardware and then that's it. But every time Xbox gets, you know, they acquire something, it's always like, well, it's going to eventually come to PlayStation for some reason. Like, xbox can't have exclusives like they always have to share them for some reason oh i mean if sony bought if sony bought bethesda you you're darn straight those games would be 100 percent exclusive look, to playstation look. and it would be the greatest purchase gaming purchase and decision ever made and i'm just saying that because they it you know the news and so i mean they're biased when it comes to that that's the mentality yeah well we had uh spider-man on xbox years ago right i think it was original or maybe the 360 and you know sony as a company bought spider-man and uh spider-man's no more on xbox well they bought they bought the insomniac insomniac is who made spider-man game and the previous games that they made they made for sony and xbox i mean Mm -hmm. that was uh sunset overdrive yeah and, you know, all of a sudden it was like, oh, we bought Insomniac. Oh, yeah, by the way, their games are not going to be for you. They're only for us. And it's like everybody's like, oh, that's such a great purchase. Well, that's what Microsoft just did. But now it's like a bad decision or whatever. And the other thing that's kind of leaked out is Sony was pushing hard to try to lock in exclusive rights to Starfield. They're I saying see that. that. So- they're saying that. Did you see that? They're saying that Sony was trying to lock down Starfield as an exclusive. So I mean, that's been kind of their play this whole time. They did that. They do that with Square Enix games all the time. Like a lot of those Final Fantasy games, they only come to PlayStation. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, and when it boils down to it, it's just it's it's business. Um, you know. If if that's just where the game is, it's where the game is. It's it's like we they don't argue about these things or talk about these things when it comes to movies and music. You know, like oh, it's only available on Apple. You know, it's you can only get it on iTunes. Oh, so, oh, what a world! It's horrible. You know, like I'm, you know, it's the worst thing ever. And it's like, well, either buy it on you know iOS or Android. Does it really matter? Like you know, does your it doesn't really matter in the end. I just Microsoft just made a great decision. Somebody was going to buy them. 
they were up for sale. Somebody was going to buy them. Unfortunately, Microsoft has way more money, you know, to, I guess, toss around to, to purchase them. So they did. The good thing is, is there's going to be more great games to play. And you just have to go play them, you know, in the how many different places, you know, Xbox, PC, Games Pass by like xCloud. You're going to have three different places to go play them. It's if it's not on your PlayStation, you just might have to pay for a subscription and play it elsewhere. So. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, like I, I don't have PlayStation. I just never really drive with the controllers at all. But from what I hear, like all those Bethesda games, they ran really poorly on the Sony platforms. It seems like they ran better on Xbox. So you heard like with um skyrim i believe had problems on the sony platforms and the fallout games it seems like a lot of those games always had big bugs on playstation as to when they came out on xbox they played perfectly fine so i feel like maybe there's just it was just meant to be like they just played better with xbox altogether in the architecture on the ps3 like we were talking about it earlier in the episode about, about like the guy saying it was a pain in the butt that architecture was bad you know, when they went to the PlayStation 4, they changed it to be normal. Like, I mean, basically, the chips that are in the PlayStation and the Xbox Series X, you know, they're the same chip, basically. Uh, same kind of infrastructure. So, like, nowadays on the PlayStation 4 and stuff, I wouldn't say it'd be too bad. But I definitely on a PS3, they basically had to code everything differently. Well, the Fallout 4 had a bad launch on PlayStation 4, didn't it? Like, it was really buggy. Uh, uh, I don't remember. It was probably buggy everywhere, though. It was a Bethesda game. Well, that that's the other thing is, <laughs> it is we are talking about. Bethesda. I do know, uh, Sony does have some like restrictions on certain content. So I know, like the mod stores have to be different on the PlayStation. You can't have new textures and stuff. Some kind of weird restriction there. I mean, in the end, if they change their mind and they put the games out on PlayStation, is it really going to? It's not going to bug any of us here. Like you're still going to play the game on your Xbox. <laughs> it's not like you're going to throw your. I mean, I guess if you guys are going to, you guys are going to sell your Xboxes or throw them away if if Elder Scrolls is on the PlayStation. Or are you just going to say, go have fun, gamers, and play the game? So yeah, you may like how people got upset when they put um, Horizon on PC. Yeah, and I don't understand why. I think it's great. And I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of that. And I've always told people like, hey, if you haven't played Horizon because you don't have a PlayStation, go buy it on PC because it's on there and it's a great game. If you guys haven't played it, it's it's really good. Um, you know, it's just I think it's great. So I mean, it, people people in the PC world, like you know, like I said, I I mainline P, you know, I'm, I'm a main PC guy now. Um. It just because I play on PC tends to mean that I don't buy a console, you know, and really a certain game saying, oh, you have to go buy this console to play this game does not intrigue me because I have thousands of games at my fingertips. So then moving the game over to PC is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to support them. You know, it's a game I've always wanted to play, so I'm going to buy it there. You know, I feel that's the whole part of leaving money on the table. Sony leaves so much money on the table because they feel like if you don't own their PlayStation, like the box, 
they're they're a failure or something when really they're not. I mean, they have great first party studios that makes great games and they make a ton of money off of them. Why not reach out to the millions of people who are on PC that don't they just don't want to play on a console. They don't like playing with a controller. I mean, I mean, it might I say it might be a Japanese way of um thinking too like i'm not really sure but like even nintendo they never released their stuff on pc either it seems like it's more xbox state of mind is to release their stuff on xbox and pc yeah and that that could be true could be a cultural thing and uh, i just you know in the pc side if you're a person who doesn't want to play with a controller or, or, you know, them putting the games on PC does not hurt Sony. It's not hurting their PlayStation sales. You know, and, and the thing is now, and this is one thing I was going to ask you guys, because I don't have an Xbox, I don't have a PlayStation 5, because I can't find one. You know, and, you know, this big drive back in November when people were just like, oh, you know, Halo got delayed and it was very like seen as a very bad thing because, you know, that was going to drive the sales of Xboxes, right? They're saying like, oh, this is going to drive a bunch of sales of Xboxes. Ha ha, Xbox doesn't have any games, you know, but here in PlayStation, we do. Like, we have these two games, you know, they and what then games they, they have besides Spider Man. Uh, well, they have a remake of Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. Well, right. And they have Ratchet and Clank coming in March, right? Mar- or June or whatever. And then they announced, they basically announced God of War Ragnarok, which a lot of people are saying there is no way that's coming out in 2021. You know, so the thing is, is like, I mean, they're basically throwing these things out there like they're, they're still not real yet. They haven't been released yet, you know, type of thing. But they're coming, right? They're coming. And they I mean, did that. say just they're coming. They, well, they did that just to make say like to sell, you know, sell their PlayStation when really they just kind of flat out lied to everybody. And that, and that stuff I don't like with that. Again, I mean, they've always done that and they just never really get caught out on it. And I just think, you know, people who are PlayStation fans that sunk money into that PlayStation five, they should be holding them accountable and kind of saying like, you know, hey, we're going to wait for the games because we want them to be nice and good and 100% not buggy and stuff. But, you know, you guys did say these games were coming and we're still waiting on them. So, I mean, they always say game. They, they announce games way ahead of time. I remember like Death Stranding. That was what, like four years in the waiting when they announced that. And then. The Last Guardian, that took like seven or eight years to come out. So, I mean, it's on par. Uh, was it 10? Yeah. Yeah. 10 so, years. I mean, it's pretty much on par with what Sony does. Like, I mean, yeah, they said God of War, but they only had a logo that came up on the screen and that was it. They had no gameplay or no alpha footage or anything. So, I mean, yeah. that I could be 20, like a 2026 if yeah, for all said, we know, you know. But the logo came up and then it said 2021. Yeah, because they wanted to get sales. But I mean, if you don't have any type of gameplay footage, I don't see it like, you know, because if you if you really thought it was coming out 2021, did you want to show that off and you would show gameplay footage like you would show something of it, not just the logo? Yeah. So, I mean, we we've said on the show here before and and Mark and and Rob probably remember this. It's like we'd be watching E3 
and we'd be looking at Spider-Man or or Days Gone or whatever, and it's just like they're like, oh, you know, Sony One E Three. They they showed this game, and it's like, do you realize they announced that game like three E threes ago, and they're yeah. still talking about it, and but yet they continuously win E three because they just keep showing you the same game, and really they shouldn't do that. It should just be, you know, show them when they're ready, release them when they're ready, you know. We we just want good games to play in the in the end, and really I just don't I don't care where to play them at if it's something that I want to play I I just I'm gonna do what I need to do to play it. But yeah, I mean I'm already invested in Xbox, so you know yeah. I would like for it all to come there. I mean it's all going to come there, so whatever they do with it, that's on them. But as long as it comes to Xbox and it plays good on Xbox, I'm I'm cool with it. Th- this is what I wanted to ask everybody on here too is you know xbox's theory with things is that they want to release any of the games that are on the xbox series x they want to be able to release them on the xbox one or xbox one s right or x and me i'm just like okay this is a new console let's let's build a game that's going to be only series x so we can show this off right but what comes with that is okay. You only have like two million consoles like in the wild because of you know COVID and everything going on. They're hard to find. Um, PlayStation is doing the same thing, except for they're backtracking a little bit now and they're releasing them on PlayStation Four. I don't blame them for doing that, but it's like seen as a very negative thing because if you remember. People were saying, making fun of Xbox for doing that. And then here, all of a sudden, the one company, because remember, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima, was supposed to be the last PlayStation 4 exclusive, the last one. And then Spider Man came out, and Horizon's coming out, and Ratchet and Clank's not. It's going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. But the thing is, it's like, what they only have like three, four, five million consoles in the wild. So it's like you got to make some sort of, you know, thing to put the games out. To me, put them on PC. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish Xbox would only make next gen moving forward. I don't, I know they have their install base, but like you said, they do have PC as well. So if they made it like Xbox Series S, X, and PC. Then that would be cool at that because then you're getting the best game that you get. Like you really don't want to be bogged down by the Xbox One at this point. Yeah. Any games that were started prior to the Series X coming out, and the, and they actually have it built and made for the last console, I would say release it. But other than that, I'd say you got to start moving forward. That's just my opinion on it. But. Yeah, I think originally maybe maybe i'm misremembering but i thought their plan was for that to only go for like a couple years where it's supposed to release on both yep and and really the reason why they probably did that is for sales they didn't want to leave an install base behind and it makes a lot of and it really makes a lot of sense now you know if you think about it not being able to get a hold of an xbox yeah i don't think hardly any of my xbox friends have got the new one yet Including you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with Halo then. Because they is that going to be next-gen only at this point? Or are they still going to try to get that thing to run on Xbox One? 
I think it's supposed to be both, right? I thought that was that was I thought that was changing gear. I thought that was changing. I thought it was new console only. Oh, I I hadn't heard that. I I mean I believe you. It looks pretty good, but uh, I mean if I guess if they can get it to play, then they get it to, <laughs> then they can get it to play there. But yeah, I mean that's their whole term. What their terminology now is is play it best. It plays best on Xbox One or Xbox Series X. And that's third-party games and everything, which is actually probably a true statement. But I think by the time Halo comes out, we're already a year into this console generation, so I don't even see the point of releasing it for the one at this point, especially with the bad showing they had with the, the Halo Infinite gameplay. I believe it was probably held back because they were trying to develop for multiple platforms, but if you just focus on like your strongest platform, I think you're just going to be better off. And then at the same time, it's still coming to PC. So it's not like you're losing too many people because a, a lot of people have PCs, gaming PCs. And so I think they'd be just better off looking forward. I mean, I think the medium is only next generation, right? Like they said, no Xbox One version or anything on that one, correct? I don't know. I did it on PC. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not for sure on that one. I, I guess the only thing I'd say on halo is like for that one specifically there's a lot of people that are only playing that on a console i mean uh, now it's coming to pc more and i guess some of the like halo one and two did a little bit but uh so there might be a lot of people that are still on the old xbox one or xbox one x that haven't upgraded yet and might not be able to before then so would feel bad for all those people including all my halo friends (laughs) yeah i mean the whole master chief collections on pc now yeah, that was like the top seller on Steam there for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. Mark and Mark and Rob, they they just left it. They just left <laughs> it to the listeners to to yeah. take care of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to monitor stuff here and make sure I don't do anything to cause a problem. Well, I'm looking at Game Pass right now, and I'm seeing that the Bethesda stuff is starting to roll out. I know they said 20 games was coming tomorrow, but it looks like a lot of them are actually there right now. Some of them them were on there before. Like I know Dishonored was on there prior, and then it actually dropped off. Just it was funny; it dropped off, and I think that was like the first when they first started talking about being to buying them was around the time that fell off because it's like, well, they took that off and then they bought them. So I guess it's coming back and boom, it's back. So <laughs> all 7.5 billion just to bring dishonored back. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. I should probably, should probably try playing it. <laughs> so worth it. I'm yeah, downloading it good. right now. Well, wait till after the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking now. It has dishonored doom, doom two, doom three, doom 64, fallout four, pray, Merowyn, Oblivion, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, New Order, Old Blood, and looks like that's all that's up there right now. I just have, uh, I'm on the app right here. I got Dishonored, Doom, Doom 64. I pushed a button. As Fallout 4 was on there. As it just showed recently added. I don't know if I can actually download it yet, but that's what it was showing up. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at too on the app on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. The PC just updated too. Yep, seeing it there as well. It's probably because it's, it's midnight in Eastern. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's why we're seeing it now. Oh my goodness! 
speaking of the app, does it run slow for you guys now? Like when it first came out, it was real snappy and fast, but I've noticed with the recent updates, it seems to take a while to load for me. Because there's a ton more games that they have to load on. Um, yeah, true. As as uh, I would just say, like I'm sure they got some of the best programmers there at Microsoft. They really do. Um, and they know how to make applications. But the even the app on the PC, it's just it needs work. <laughs> it's it is not. I mean, they're cranking away on it. I think technically it's still beta type stuff, but they need right. to figure out something. Um, I just don't know why everybody just tries to reinvent and do their own thing when you can really just look at Steam and be like, hey, something that works, and and just do something similar to steam instead of just trying to make their own but see i don't like steam since the update like i can't find like half of my games don't show up in the library for some reason like once they changed the, i forget what they did to the ui but it's like all different now like i think they updated it like a year ago it's been a while yeah yeah but i noticed not like all, not all my games are in my game list for some reason like if there's a game i know i have i have to like search for it I kind of like the Epic Games launcher better, the storefront there. You don't that like that was, one? That was bad. Oh, really? It's getting it's better though. It's getting better. But again, it's just they're just like Xbox. I mean, they're they're new to it. And, I mean, the worst you can't beat the worst. The worst is Origin. So I mean, just <laughs> just don't do what they do. <laughs> I don't know. The Ubisoft one on PC is pretty bad too. Ooh, that's bad they too, taught yeah. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those between and the funny thing is, is the companies that sell their stuff on Steam and have their own client. Those are the ones that really bug me because it's like, you know, are you really saving that much? Just give Steam their 15, 20 percent and ditch your guys' stores because they're terrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, like I was having problems. I was trying to play Scott Pilgrim on PC because I bought it through the Epic store and it kept opening up that Ubi, I'm, I forget what they call themselves now, they keep switching their name, but whatever the Ubisoft launcher is, and they just kept having discrepancies and wouldn't load, and after a half hour, I'm just like, forget it, I don't, I'll play Rocket League or something. It's you, you play. Well, they switched it from you play. it's like something new now. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft Club, maybe? Something. I mean, it's still you play as far as the app on mine, but I think I know what you're saying. They rebranded their name for something, yeah. Yeah, it's like every couple of years they keep trying to re. Oh, I think it's um Connect, Ubisoft Connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they just can't leave it alone. They got to keep trying to rebrand themselves. So what game is everybody looking forward to? Outriders. Well, okay, we all know Mark's. <laughs> <laughs> We all know Marks is, is Outriders, but any anything else? Like, what about fall? Like fall time frame? Uh, well, for me, definitely Halo. Oh, uh, Halo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah B- big shock. The guy that used to write the weekly Halo column is excited for a new Halo game. Uh, what else is coming out? Though? Battlefield. Like, like to me, uh, it's Battlefield Six. Yeah, 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 I meant to ask you about that. Have they said if that's going to be crossplay at all? Because I'm sure you're getting on a PC, right? Uh, yes, I've heard that it's going to be, and I okay. think cross like cross progression as well, but not cross 
buy. It's, okay. It's what I've, I've heard the rumors or rumblings or whatever. I, I'm, I'm still waiting for them to officially announce it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's going to be, but yeah. I, if, if it's that way, that's kind of like my dream. Cause I've always said like, Hey, I'll buy it twice. I just don't like to unlock the same, you know, the M4 five times because <laughs> I had to play it on two things. I like, I just want my, pro- my progression is what matters most to me. Yeah. For sure. And also being able to unlock metals and work on metals all at the same time and not have to pick three, which is the first thing they've ever done. Oh, so. yeah. I remember I remember every time we're playing, you're like, I'm using this gun. I hate it, but I got to get this metal. It's like, all right, man. Yeah. I keep using the same gun. Yeah. It works well. So did they officially announce Battlefield 6? It's, it's, no, it should be, is it this month? Is it like in the week? In a week or so, don't they have like a conference? Usually in the beginning of March, it's like there. Uh, I'm not for sure. I I think I think it's been announced that they're working on a Battlefield yeah. Six, but they haven't shown anything yet. Yeah, and they're ahead of schedule, is what I've heard. But usually they have like during their um, uh, financial call thing or whatever. Usually after that, like within that week, they usually have like a little thing to show off stuff, which. I've heard is in typically in March. So, or is it May? Something that starts at the end. So I thought it was March. One of them spring months. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it was sometime around this time when they announced battlefield five and people weren't thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wanted modern, which I've heard this is a spiritual, like a spiritual reboot of like battlefield three. Mm-hmm. So like three slash four, which Hey, I'm all, on board for. I'm all about it. Yeah, about <laughs> I like it. Yep. We played so much of that back in the day. Yeah. You guys won't hear from me in a while for a while when that unless or, you're playing. Well, unless you're playing. From you. Yeah, I was gonna say unless you're playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but my new PC should be in around that time, so that's kind of where I'm spacing stuff out. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to the two, um, or actually the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that they just announced yesterday. That's like a throwback to the original arcade games, but like more in that pixelated Scott Pilgrim scale. That sounds cool. Yeah, like the old school Nintendo version, eh? The ones that you would go to, like the roller skating rink, and had yeah. like the four player arcade setup. Yeah, it's a throwback like that to one. that. Yeah, I like that like- one. The mouse robots that like throw out their arms and like shock you and stuff. Isn't that what that one? Yep, yep. Yeah. Baxter Stockman. I was thinking like, um, isn't it like the arcade one is kind of like Battle Toads? Like kind of like the top down, kind of at an angle. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. The one that like, was like The Simpsons. They had like a Simpsons. Yeah. The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. man. That one was good too. They announced the new Turtles. Oh, man. I'm going to look at that one too. Yeah, yesterday, buddy, guys, that made, I want to say Streets of Rage 4, the one that came out last summer. It's the same team behind that one. I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game on 360 was my first 1,000 gamer score. Because remember, all you had to do was just like play and beat the game. Oh, like really? 100, 100 score per level or something like that. I have to go back and check because I think I actually did have that one. I wonder if, well, probably because the licensing is probably down by now, but say I wonder if that was backwards compatible. I'm trying to think what else is coming out pretty soon. 
Do they yeah, really that, haven't announced anything, right? Mass Effect remake. I know. Yeah, there is that. I don't. I'm still not for sure if I'm gonna play the remake because now I've been playing through the trilogy again on PC. The last couple times I've played, and uh, the modding community for Mass Effect is actually pretty good, especially for three. So I'm sure it'll take a while to get all that stuff ported over if they even can. And <laughs> now I'm used to all the fun additions. I don't know if I'd want to lose them. Um. I, I mentioned it earlier uh, when we were talking about our favorite games. Today they announced they're doing another Life is Strange. So I really liked the first two, especially the first one. So hopefully that's good. I think they're, what was it? It was like next Thursday, I think, is their Square is doing some showcase or something. Huh. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about that one yet. So is that coming out soon, you said, or is that they're just... Uh, I'm not for sure that all all they had today was just like a tweet saying like a uh, new characters and new cast and stuff and find out more next week. So, oh, so they're probably going to do a part three then, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks to be a part three, or I don't know that they'll call it three, but that's what it'll be. Huh. Yep. Be more about it then. All right. Um, I know we've been doing this for about two hours now, so I'm gonna. Where I jump in and see if there was anything, any last discussions you guys wanted to have before we moved on to the releases and wrapped up the show. So about Outriders. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rob's like banging his head on the desk. Three hours later. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I don't, I, we, I don't have anything. We could talk about uh, the new Fortnite season and Deep Rock Galactic. No, I did see something about Fortnite. They were doing like a a single player story mission. Is that what's coming out? Or oh, they... that's the event. Oh, it's okay. the new event that's uh, going to happen next week. So, is it going to be like a substantial story mode, or is it just like some little short, like hour thing or something? It'll probably be about a two minute thing. Yeah, very oh, short. Really? It's always been like a big event. Like everybody's in doing it at the same time. So. I don't know what the single player thing will be, but I would imagine it's still everybody's doing it at the same time. You know, I, I it just, I don't know. I get, we'll have to probably wait and see what they're going to do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is it something that will be, and maybe they're trying to make it so, you know, because if you don't, if you in the past, you've always had to be there at that time. Um, and a lot of people miss those because it's like, I don't know how many I've missed. It's like, I want to see the end event, but they always do it like on a Saturday at 11 a.m. or something. It's like, well, I'm busy. And now you it's know? midweek. Yeah. Now, so yeah. Well, what that one was in the middle of the week on it's the like work a, day yeah, or like Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever that was. So maybe they're going to change it to where it's like, okay, next time you log in, you're just going to have to play through this little thing. And then that way you can still see the event, but it's just going to be like, you know, you're not going to lose. It's obviously they're all geared to just, you know, you can't lose it, but you're going to go through the event yourself and then see what happens to get you into the next, to the next season. So I, I would gather it something like that. And I don't think it'll be very big, but it won't be, you be required to be there at a set time, which they've always had before. And if that's the case, I'm all for it because then everybody will get to experience it. 
Yeah, or how about if do the, like some type of single player mode, like just a story mode? Because I mean, I like the mechanics of Fortnite, but I just don't play. Well, it they had much. it in their save the world. <laughs> that's what the game originally was. <laughs> yeah, but that was more like um, like you had to build the forts, and then you just had to stop the swarms, right? Like it really didn't have like a story story to it, or am I remembering that wrong? There Rob, was an the expert. Yeah, so there's an ongoing story. Um, there's there's actually several, and uh, as you play the missions, the story kind of unfolds. Certain, uh, let's say, I'll say missions, you have to, let's say, collect certain, uh, let's say, seven newspapers or something like that, and then the story progresses, and, and there's uh, like audio, let's say, cutscenes at the end of the missions, which helps the story evolve. And actually a lot of it is, uh, I love the comedy in it. It's, it's pretty good. It's a lot of tongue in cheek and it's very well done. So can you actually beat it though? Like, is there an end game to it? Yes. So there's a number of different, well, so there's old, older save the world. Then there's like the current one. So they changed some things a couple months back. But uh, there are three biomes that you play through, and then after the third, you fight the Storm King, and then that is technically technically kind of like the end of the main storyline. And then they have events that you know last every you know they last a couple weeks. Every few months, they have a new one that starts, uh, which have like a. St- mall storyline like a side storyline but uh it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun really well done Uh, it sucks it's not as popular as the free one battle royale yeah when i was saying like adding a story mode i was thinking more like how titanfall 2 how to add it like a single player campaign yeah i wouldn't say it's really like a campaign yeah because the mechanic, the gameplay mechanics are cool, so I would like to see. And the characters are kind of cool too. Same with like Apex Legends. Like I wish they would come out with like a campaign for that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like Mark had to jump out for a second there. Okay. Well, here let's. Uh, if uh, you guys don't have anything else to discuss, I guess we'll go on to the retail releases. Sounds good to me. All right, and. Uh, since Mark's not around to play the soundbite, I'll just get into it. Maybe we'll do it right after. All right. For the week of, uh, what is this? March 8th through the 12th. There's only a couple things, only seven things. March 9th had the release of Pacer. This is, um, man, what's that? What's that Sony game? What Wipeout? Was that it? The like, futuristic of, car one? Yeah, where you're going on that track through the city, right? On your little hover car. Yep. Kind of thing that's uh basically what this is it's a high octane anti-gravity racing game with some kind of destruction elements and we have doodle devil evolution or three evolution this came out today it's xbox play anywhere so uh looks like it's some kind of doodle god follow-up a monster energy supercross the official video game for Right. This is, uh, you know, dirt, think dirt bikes, <laughs> racing, motocross, all that good stuff. Heaven Dust, 
on the 12th. This is Xbox One X Enhanced. Kind of a little zombie game. Journey of the Broken Circle on the 12th. Absolutely no idea what this one is. Looks kind of like Worms a little bit, like if you guys remember that from way back when. Pink Man on the 12th. Uh, Self Where's My Father on the 12th. That one is Xbox One X Enhanced. And uh, that's it. Very short week. Um, if I was to say if there was a shiny penny one here, oh, it's it's a tough call. <laughs> Maybe Pacer? I don't know. Or that Maybe Pacer? level. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You would have to see. I mean, there's been a lot of like poor copies of Wipeout. Uh, we don't know what this one looks like when it's in motion. I'm just looking at a static screenshot of it. You say too bad games don't really do demos anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's been some demos here and there. At least they're starting, but man, it's uh, been too many years without demos. Yeah, I remember or, the 360 yeah. when those stories, I think every game had a demo, right? So you could at least mm-hmm. try to play it and try it out. Or at least do some kind of trial, right? You know, play it for 15 minutes, half hour. Yep. And then re- you can cancel it or something who knows yeah because there's least, a lot of games that i played that i actually bought because i played a demo and i was like oh this is kind of cool and then you end up buying it oh yeah okay so i think that's it all right for episode he's back hey you want to yeah. play that uh the new releases music after the fact um i can't at the moment um okay i think because of what happened everything is broken oh, set gotcha so i don't know it won't play so i don't even know if our out stuff's gonna go i'm gonna have to forego it and try to plug it in afterwards so okay uh at this point uh we're just gonna hit the stop and call it and see what happens <laughs> so but uh thanks everybody for joining us uh we ended up having technical problems on the show and hopefully uh we'll be able to work those and get the show out um it won't be tonight i can tell you that um I, I jinxed us, so sorry, everybody. But um, we'll get it there. Um, but thanks, everyone, for joining. Thank you, everybody, for sending us in the message uh, and the voicemails and the, and the messages through Facebook. We really appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, hopefully we'll we'll be back. We'll get maybe some more people on if we can make sure this thing works with guests. <laughs> or maybe keep it under under five people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, we went, went over by what one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, to blame it on late. Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I jumped in late. That was all me. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we'll go ahead. Uh, um, Rob, if you want to. Uh, well, we'll start with. Uh, we'll let Adam. We'll just go right down the list. Um, let everybody kind of say goodbye in there. If you guys want to state where you people can reach you and what your gamer tag is. Uh, so we'll start with Adam. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks again for having me back, guys. Congrats on episode 600. Quite an accomplishment. 600 more podcasts than I'll probably ever make. So uh, <laughs> feel free to reach me on Xbox at LT space CDR space Shepherd. S E H or S H E P A R D. It's hard to spell at night, apparently. Uh, so thanks again, guys. Congrats. Bye, everyone. Uh, Congrats on 600. I'm glad I could be a part of a lot of it. <laughs> um, 
But as far as reaching me, I'm BJSwick33 on pretty much everything. So um, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, everything is BJSwick33. So, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Stuart? Um, thank you. Good congratulations on 600. I know I was on the episode a while back, a couple of times, but I never knew. I just, out of the blue, I just got a message from wingman there to join if i could and i was like hell yeah so i appreciate that very very much never never would expect it but uh if you guys want to hit me up carbide c-a-r-b-1-d-e um whenever i'm on lately i haven't been but who knows you never know what happens around here with all this covid stuff going on but uh yeah work's keeping me busy so i don't know if uh i will but if i'm there hit me up i I'm down for anything, usually. All right. And Jonathan. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Wimbush. Once again, thank you guys for having me on, and congrats on episode 600. If you guys want to find me on Xbox, um, yeah, I just use my name, nothing creative, just Jonathan Wimbush. And then, like I said, I host the game night on Saturday nights at around 7 p.m. West Coast time. So if anybody wants to come, just play some party games like Jackbox or Rocket League. Everybody's welcome to come. We usually have like a Zoom call going. So everybody's just on video, just having a good time. And then I also do tutorials on youtube.com slash Jonathan Wimbush. I'm currently working on another um, Epic Games project where I'm animating the Unreal Engine logo. And then I do a tutorial breakdown on how exactly I created it for those guys. So I have another one coming out in a few weeks here, so make sure to check me out on YouTube there. And, yeah, thanks again for having me on. All right, thank you, guys. Um, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And Rob, also known as Presar, thanks for listening, everybody. I'll catch you all uh, on 601. Yeah.